699 per pound podcast where we interview leaders and professionals from a wide variety of careers and lifestyles just like the diverse food options found at a korean-owned hot food deli thank you all everybody fans and listeners that continue to support us subscribe and rate the podcast for the algorithm to do its thing and uh, follow 699 per pound on instagram twitter and facebook although we are the most active on instagram Make sure you press that like on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, it boosts up the ad dollars in the long run. Um, so yeah, when you're listening to this episode, please screenshot it and post it. Tag us on your story. We will shout you out. Thank you all for helping us get our name out there. And please do so. Continue to do so. Oh yeah, and also shout out to Anchor. You can now support us monetarily by setting up small monthly donations at anchor.fm slash 699 per pound slash support on that note this week we have a very righteous guest illustrious amazing righteous <laughs> actually somebody who is really uh humble um somebody who is very important to the new york city fabric yeah on how we oh, get thank to you, work JK. on a day-to-day basis <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to I'm gonna save all of that other talk to JoJo. We're going to break it down. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode. Um, I'm so excited for today's guest. And this is actually Jakey's dream guest. Wow. Because way back when, when we were starting this podcast, we wanted to shed light on to careers. Just being like, all right, we have our life and it runs well. And there are so many people who make sure that happens. And Jakey was like, I want to interview someone in the MTA. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've been like on the hunt and of course we just come across this gem of a human being joanna um who's been working at the mta for 28 and now coming on 29 years years. which is so shouts and excited to hear more but not only does she work there she's also an entrepreneur and the huge contributor to her community uh Due to her experience in MTA, she kind of found her passion for comedy. Yeah. So she is a comedian, a stand-up comedian, and has started her own show where it kind of recounts the hilarities of when you work at the MTA station. So these comedians, brutalness, <laughs> brutalness. Yes. Uh, I am sure you've seen some stuff. Yes. You've seen some shit. Yes. 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 So she Wildness. has a comedy show called Swipe This: My Life in Transit. Oh, I like that. Swipe This. Yes, with fellow MTA workers. Mm. Um, she has hosted um, and now hosts Laugh Tracks Comedy Show at an Inkwell Jazz and Comedy Cafe in Bed-Stuy. Mm. And she also Best recently created the Black Women in Comedy Festival. Yes. So she is just an entrepreneur, an active community contributor, and we're excited to get schooled on all things MTA, <laughs> but also how you channel those passions and some wow. things the things of your average daily and channeling it to something creative so please welcome joanna riley to the podcast welcome thank you thank you so much thank you so much for having me i am honored to be here i'm a station agent Mm -hmm. uh when i came down we were called railroad clerks Mm -hmm. um token booth clerks if Mm -hmm. you will i love being in the booth because i get to see and meet so many 
different people. Yes. Uh, the culture of New York City is right in front of me. Yes. So it d- depends on where I'm working. Um, I get to see some of everything. And yes. I, when I first came out uh, 20 in 1991, um, this was, I was way before yes, Metro Cards. Right, way before and Metro Cards. You guys had tokens. Coins, yeah, yeah, tokens. tokens yeah. The tokens, that's why they call this token booth clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, I still use it because I think it's more identifiable. Right. Uh, so the, the it was hectic. It was hectic. Uh, I was 22, uh, my first real job, and I'm working the night shift. Mm. Oh, I, that's I, so I, yeah. station. Uh, I was in the city a lot, 34th Street. Oh, uh, right Hell under, Square. right, yeah, right underneath. I don't know. There's a okay. So was just, it Penn Station or Herald no? Square? The Six Herald Square, right, Sixth Herald, Avenue. Sixth Avenue, yeah, Herald and Square. Yeah. yeah, it's busy. It's busy, and people are mean. Mm-hmm. You know, they just want their their tokens, and they want you to hurry they up. Go to work, yeah. right? But you know, so it for me adapting to that fast paced. Um, disrespected mm-hmm. profession mm-hmm. you know what I mean because you know you have feelings so. yes and you're so young right somebody's tapping hey Harry give me my damn yeah, talk yeah. you know you feel away like don't talk to me like that yes. you want to address it but the job teaches you just like just mm. it's a assembly line if you will just sell the token get them out your way keep them keep them going mm-hmm. um, but then you know you you develop um feelings about how you're being treated and Mm so i everybody has a story about an mta worker that they cursed out or they were rude or Mm -hmm. you know i'm not condoning condoning it but you know you it has its toll yes it takes its toll on you and some days you do have attitude because uh people do take advantage Mm -hmm. people do abuse the system and they abuse us Mm -hmm. and so when I created, uh, when I started doing comedy, that was to offset, for me personally, yeah. that feeling of helplessness in the booth where you have no one to like really hear you out. There's really no HR. Yeah, it's just no. me and the person that calls up on you and say, "Hey, they were rude." Um, so for me, I found yeah, how comedy. How are you even gonna like track that person? Yeah. Well, that's, we have badge numbers in the uh, window. That's uh-huh. what those are for. Yeah. So most people's like, "Give me your badge number," and they write it down and they call the person who was no, rude. No, but I'm saying like the person that was being rude. Right. Yeah, well, that's, like, and see, and then, and that's the thing. That's why I was one sided because yeah. I we feel that the MTA doesn't give us the benefit of the doubt. The mm. customer's always right. Yeah. Which isn't always the case. Right. No, especially and in New York City. Especially crazy in New York City. People. I specifically choose to work the overnight shift mm-hmm. just because of the peace mm. yeah less people, less people uh, you see a lot more derelicts or you know the homeless yeah. and yeah. the perverts oh, but I'm single doors open <laughs> yes uh-huh. um, but yeah so that's the you know I like the peace of not dealing with the public because yeah. yeah they're very demanding and yeah. I, so when they introduced the Metro card I was one of the first um, group of clerks that signed up mm-hmm. for the program yeah. to learn it. And uh, we were locked in. And the station I was locked in was uh, Delancey Street, Essex. Mm. Yeah, F-Line. <laughs> I was on the J-Line side. Oh, okay. So right upstairs. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And it was just... Um, it was horrible. Mm. It was horrible. At that time, we told you why locked in. Uh, because it was a program, a pilot program to see how the metro car would work. Oh. So they had it. At, they only had it at designated stations, mm. um, and people had to request it. You know, so we were. Sell- I was selling tokens, metro cards, giving directions. This was seven o'clock in the morning at Essex Street in the 
middle 80 uh 90s yeah. like 94 95 because it yeah, came Metro out in 94 94 I, I, I so saw like tokens being used back in 98 99 yeah oh, the, to- the tokens yeah. stopped in 2003 right mm-hmm. right right so 94 95 was the pilot program yeah i was in the pilot program this was when they had a blue metro right, card right right yeah. right exactly and um i it was just overwhelming because yeah. you had so and if you well i don't know about now but back then the line would go up the stairs you wow. know, because people weren't efficient. People yes. weren't buying their shit in mm-hmm. advance. Nope. You, nope. you know, it's the weekend. Get your stuff in advance. Yeah. Uh, they had 10 packs, mm. 10 packs of tokens. So you buy your 10 pack in advance so you can keep it moving. So I wanted to know if you could walk our listeners through. So let's say like JK and I are like rookies, right? We're mm-hmm. like, all right, we want to work for the MTA. Like mm-hmm. we want to sign up. And as a veteran, like how would you break this whole thing down for us? Like what are the essential things that we need to know? And like, you know, some of like avoid this, definitely do this. Well, yeah, like, all, you how, do, t- how do you even get into this job? You have like, to take you, a test. How do you think, like, oh, I'm going to go work for the NDA? Well, um, a I lot. Mean, to start from the two. Right. Sure. Begin. To, right. Yeah. I, was, I, was seven, I was 18 when I took the test. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the um, black community and most minority communities, um, our trajectory mm-hmm. is... Usually civil service, mm-hmm. right. not always. Right, you, you it's still, a safe job. It's a safe job, yeah. and right. you know there's no discrimination. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, you're yeah. basically gonna get in. And once yeah. you get in, you're right. in the union. Right, they fight you're, for you. Like they'll fight for you. Right. you're protected. Right, yeah, yeah. So that's nice. the reason. Um, there was an elder in my building. He was like, "Oh, that's what I do." So I took the test, not knowing. I took the sit. I took the police officer. Well, I filed for the police officer exam, mm. and I was of the mindset that women police officers worked in the office because mm-hmm. I never. Saw them in the street. I yeah. never saw them on the road in the eighties. Mm. Yeah, um, especially and, in the eighties. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. and so I filed for it, and then that particular year, un- unfortunately, the first female officer was killed <gasps> in East New York. Oh, I was gosh. like, oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm not doing that. They're not in the office. <laughs> I mean, that's the first. Time. I was like, yeah. oh, I'll be sexist. I want to be in the office. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wear a uniform, but I want to be in the office. And also, yeah, East yeah. New York in the eighties. Yes. Uh, so mm. I took the agent job, and when they called me, I was happy. Mm-hmm. I was happy because I know it's a solid job. Mm-hmm. Um, what you need to know is directions. Mm. You have to know north, east, south, mm-hmm. west, mm-hmm. Uh, northbound, southbound. You have to know Herald Square. Um, one of the things on the test, it asks you where, um, if you had to go to 34th and Herald Square, how would you get there? Um, you know, I yeah. would have to tell you oh, all based I on the question. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then it was like, you know, the typical, if one train left, Penn Station at such a time and the one left at Coney Island where would they meet stuff mm. just typical math oh. basic, it was a basic questions yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah you didn't really need you know college degree or right, whatever right, right. so it was a simple question but once you get in the booth it's a whole different story because the human element comes yes. into play yeah. a lot of times I'm a psychologist oh uh-huh. A psychiatrist, wow. somebody's mom, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's big sister, you know, yeah. yo ma, yo ma, you hear that all the time. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we are counselors mm-hmm. a lot of times because people, we're stuck. I can't, I don't have curtains mm-hmm. to just, I don't want to talk to you today. Yeah. So we have to deal with that yeah. a, a lot. Yeah. So, so what, so okay, so you pass the test and then you just get put into the job right away? Nope. I took the test in 98. They didn't call me till I mean, 91. 89. I mean, 89. 89? Yeah, 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 89. Yeah. And they called me in 91. Gotcha. So yeah. you're basically on waiting. a wait list. Right. And most city uh, jobs are like that. So uh, if you take a city job, you will have to wait a few. 
Um, right. It all depends on the demand. Like right now, I think the demand is for bus operators. Mm-hmm. So you might get in quicker mm-hmm. because they need more bus operators. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. And police and corrections, they're like shortage. So they right. will hire you yeah, quicker. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Correction is, is uh, I, I filed for that, but I was like, I can't be. Yeah. yeah. Being a CO. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, you have that's to, not easy. Yeah, it's not. It's not it's, so many yeah. things. And you don't have a weapon in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought they had guns in there. I was like, oh, I could oh do my this. Goodness. No, because they don't want the thugs to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, not all yeah. of them are thugs. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you started it, did you have somebody in the system or who kind of took you under his or her no, wing? You just had to learn you're, from yeah, scratch. You just, they just on throw your own. you in. So wait, after two years, you basically got approved. Okay, so join a rally. Oh, they take you. You get go. you get six weeks of training. Okay. What do you what do you do during those six weeks? Uh, they have a simulated booth mm-hmm. to show you the mechanics of how to operate ah, okay. the machine. Mm-hmm. Um, Where well, is this simulated? Uh, booth? 14th and Union. Uh, yeah, 14th and Union Square. Oh, so uh-huh. like oh no, Eighth Eighth Avenue. So Eighth like Avenue. right over there. Yeah, like you wouldn't a, know. You wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't see it. Yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. like a little training center. Yes. Wow. There's one that there. That sounds like an amusement park. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's um. There's uh, a school in Coney Island that mm-hmm. we go to. Um. There's a yeah on Avenue X. There's another training center to teach us about how to evacuate mm-hmm. in case of an emergency on the oh, subway, uh-huh. uh, subway car, and how to get down on the tracks. I mean, it's thorough training. Right. You know? Right. Right. Um. Uh, it's we we have to have the training, right? Of course. Um, yeah. But normally, if you see me running, you need to run behind yeah. me. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'll be the first one out. Yeah. Uh, so just follow me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's basically it. Uh, but yeah, the training I think was important um, to learn that the money is the most important thing there. Mm-hmm. We have a system of checks and balances. So for the day. Um, just say, for instance, there's $800 in the booth. Mm-hmm. When the next person come in, it has to have 800 in the booth. Mm-hmm. Every tour, that 800 has to be there. Mm-hmm. Whatever ex- extra is made through Metro car sales goes to transit. Mm-hmm. So we have a system where we... Um, Bag that money so up you and guys drop are it. Kind of like cashiers, Correct. token booths, clerks, right. customer service. Customer service. Um, yeah, all That's of a that. Lot. It is, it's and so a lot. a lot of people, and so. When you're at a busy station yeah. like Union Square or 42nd and Times Square, you're dealing with high volumes of money and cash that you're responsible for. Yeah. Right. So if you're short 50, 60, 100, yeah. you have to put that money up. Oh, wow. And you get written up. You get you know suspension yeah. or whatever because yeah, 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 yeah. you messed up the money. What did yeah. you do? What happened? Uh, sometimes we make mistakes. Uh, some, I remember one time the guy asked me for $4.50 and I had something in my eyes so I'm doing it and then I put $45 mm. and then he walked away and <gasps> usually people saw the check. Yeah. So when I opened my eye and I saw 45 I was like, hey, uh-huh. hey. I could, I didn't know who it was. Yeah. I was like, you, come here. He came back. I said, uh, give me your card. I put 45 He said, no, you didn't. And I just let it go. I didn't mm. say, give me your card. I didn't right, demand right. it but I had to put the money up. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. So I That's was like, now tough. I make people wait. I make them wait. I don't you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't rush um, because I work 12 a.m. to 8 a.m. So about 5, 30, 6 o'clock. 12 a.m. to 8 a.m.? Yeah, I work the overnight shift. Oh, my God. Still? Even yeah. Until this yeah. day? Yeah, so yeah, for yeah. the last 20 no, years? No, no, no. I alternated between oh, okay. different I shifts. Say, like, I had to find the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> the yeah, night yeah. Shift Trial and error. Yes. Because yes. the morning shift, uh, I worked 6 to 2. And it was just, this, mm-hmm. my spirit was just so assaulted mm-hmm. by the it's like different Angry people New Yorkers without yes, coffee. they just so, so you would would you say though from your personal experience 
the worst time for an MTA token booth clerk is like 6 a.m. to 2 p.m.? Well, yes. Yeah, I would say 7 to 3. That's the worst tour seven because, to yeah. 7 yeah. to 3. Yeah. That's wow. a 6.99 per pound <laughs> For all of yo, those. From 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., yo, make sure you treat the uh, token yes, booth clerks and, and with so, generosity. Yes, thank you. Because, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that because of the climate, I don't know when it started, but when I when I started working there, I just was being kind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because that's all I know. I know mm-hmm. how to be kind, but some New Yorkers or some people don't know how to receive kindness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you understand, as I'm older now, I'm like, oh, it's not me. They just don't know how to receive kindness. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so you have to find another way. So right now, I'm I'm situated in a station. Um, on the L line where I've been there for let's say two years. We're not gonna say exactly which location because we don't want people to love for Joanna. Right. But so she's single though. So <laughs> not kidding. But I she am. is on the L train. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. And the thing I like is uh, when you're there a long time, you see your regulars right. and you become friendly. You become neighbors. Right, and I right. try to tell people, if you see me at your station all the time, wave, say mm-hmm. hi. Give me a snicker, something. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm part of the community. I'm part of your fabric. Because yeah. right, right. I know. I run your day. Today. Right. Uh-huh. But the thing is, just say, for instance, you're running late and you forget your wallet. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to just open that emergency Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to say, because you have to say, hey, how you mm-hmm. doing? Listen, I forgot my life. I'm running late, late. Could you let me in? That's We could do a courtesy, right. but it's not every day. Right. You, know, yeah. you don't want to be abused. But in those moments, that's why it's important to know who's in the booth, who's mm-hmm. the person you're working around, because yeah. you see them every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. building that rapport. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I see you every day, lady. Mm-hmm. I see you every day. Mm-hmm. Like, why? And a lot of times people don't realize the unlimited is limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 18 minutes before you can use it again. Yes. yes. So I've had people use it, leave the station, don't say anything to me, come back a few minutes later. Oh, my car don't work. I just used it. I said, when? Oh, about eight minutes ago. I said, what happened? Oh, I had to go home and get something. I said, well, in the future, could you just give me a heads up? Yeah. So that we can be in the same page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, a lot of arguments, right, because a lot of arguments start because now you're expecting me to let you in on the simple fact that you have an unlimited that you used mm-hmm. and it's limited. Mm-hmm. So now transit has changed the, the language mm-hmm. so that we can... Um, you know, let people back in if they use it. But like I said, in the beginning, people were just abusive for because sure. they swipe their mom, their dad, mm-hmm. everybody in and want to get in for free. And mm-hmm. I'm of the mindset now. I let it go. Mm-hmm. I let it go. That's that's an issue. I can uphold it to a degree, but I'm not going to get into arguments with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not sure. good for your spirit. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. You're going to protect your energy. Right. And yeah. that's what I try to do. And yeah. that's why I stay nights. Right. Protect my energy because there's so many people in the subway. Mm-hmm. There's so many people and you don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. So I got a quick question. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, when I was a kid, we started off using tokens, which was a dollar. When I was riding the train, it was like dollar fifty at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was a while back. So cause <laughs> it's like 275 now. <laughs> Um, so it was a buck fifty, and um, we had to get those tokens. And like you said, during that time, people actually waited in line to get them from the clerks. Yes. To uh, basically pick up the tokens, and then I don't know since when there were like vending machines for Metro cards. 
and that pretty much like changed like ever since then i never see a line right in front of like the booth the booth in front of the booth the only time uh, the only areas that i do see lines mm -hmm. is where um usually neighborhoods where um like economically they're not as like affluent mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying where like people are using like specific city benefit cards right. to try to like get a cheaper ride right. or get like passes mm -hmm. so on and so forth but like if you go to like Harold Square, you're never going to see a line anymore. Right. Everybody just uses the machines. There, right. You know? yeah. right. When they introduced the MetroCard, a lot of the elders retired. Mm -hmm. Some of them didn't want to deal with computers. Remember, oh. computers were just a thing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them retired. Gosh, and um, changing all the guards. Yes. So those people didn't want to deal with the computers, so they left. So it was easier to train. If you wanted a job, you're going to train to learn the new technology. Mm -hmm. So that's what a lot of people did. A lot of people got promoted to other departments. Mm -hmm. So it was a way, you know, transit. It's, it's a weird system where the demand for employees is high mm -hmm. but the um, what's the word the word they the turnover rate is high as well mm -hmm. because they have internal promotions there you can promote from the booth to supervisor uh train operator conductor mm -hmm. so a lot of people it's a, a lot of movement <laughs> literally mm -hmm. uh in the system so uh the only time there was a layoff was i think 2010 when there was a power struggle with the union and management and they laid off all of these uh, provisional workers, which was uh, tragic in a sense because we've never had a layoff mm -hmm. um, in years. Wow. Uh, yeah, so yeah. even with the new technology, there wasn't that much like There were still like, so many disruption. things to do. No, no, no. To no, get no, done. no, no. Yeah. And then even so, we have so many uh, clerks that with the layoffs, we still was able to maintain because there was a lot of overtime. Mm. You know, when you dangle overtime, people are going to take it. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I'm going to be stuck in the booth doing three shifts mm. if they don't have anyone mm. to come get me out. Yeah. Uh, so there's yeah. a lot of things that go into play to make this system run and what we call ourselves a union we say we move new york mm. that's our slogan yeah because we do yeah we move new york and people need to put a little respect on our name yeah no absolutely <laughs> yeah yes. so i do my part through you know being kind to people and making them laugh mm -hmm. because i just I, it's just natural yeah that i just it's want to make, yeah you. i just want to make people laugh and understand that especially when i'm on stage and i talk about the job and i'll have people come up to me yeah because i was at this station and the person did this then and there and i i break it down i say yeah well uh, how are you mm -hmm. yeah. you know i said can you understand why this person may have done that yeah i said but i understand some of my coworkers is just that's who they are mm -hmm. personality wise because i can be in uniform and i get the same treatment yeah so you know what i mean some people are just assholes yeah mm. it's know, truth they're yeah. just assholes so. yeah so when you you kind of alluded to this for a little bit in terms of like getting promoted and stuff like that. So what's like the the structure of like the, the MTA? Yeah, the hierarchy. Career exactly. Trajectory oh, okay. Who works at an MTA well, okay. Just even and even like the stations you get assigned to, like as you have seniority, you right. have the more power over. Right. Yes, seniority definitely rules. Um, when I came down, uh, the okay, so you you could be a, a it's a CTA, mm -hmm. well traffic checker, cleaner station agent, conductor, train operator, TSS, which is train service supervisor, mm. um, tower operator, um, train dispatcher, 
general wow. superintendent, mm-hmm. supervisors, general superintendents. Um, these are all within the hierarchy of the people that move the system. Mm-hmm. Then there's you know management where you could become a supervisor in the office, uh, move up to general superintendent in the office to possibly chief station officer, mm-hmm. which is like the head of stations department. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be promoted. You know, some of it is, you know, shoulders you rub. Yeah. You know, but most of the ones I mentioned conducted, those are tests, mm. promotional. Uh, super Supervisors, a test. Superintendent is a resume, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Um and I chose, I took the supervisory exam. I didn't pass, but I was going to college mm-hmm. and I was doing comedy. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to mess Extra that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't want to, yes, to because, um, yeah, the, the demand for supervision uh, was high. Mm-hmm. And just the job itself didn't appeal to me. Yeah. It didn't appeal to me because to me, the management, man, when you manage people, you're supposed to man. Well, I my model is manage with love. Mm-hmm. And when you run a company like the MTA, there's really not any room for love. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I've seen in my, my years. So management is run in a... I would say police state. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Like everything has to be... Uh, you can't, you have to have your tie on. If you don't mm-hmm. have your tie, you get rid of. If you don't have your badge in the window, you get written up. Mm-hmm. Like those things are like annoying. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not like people actually are looking at those things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know? yeah. They just want their token or I mean their metro card, their directions uh-huh. and the trains to be running efficiently. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so those things, you know, are not necessary, but it's almost like a military yeah, kind yeah. of precision. Oh, okay. Well, we do run on military time. Yeah. Right. So, so you gotta yeah. say like fourteen. Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I work twenty four hundred to zero eight hundred. Got you. Yeah. Got you. I see. A lot of people assume that MTA is affiliated or it's a city agency, mm-hmm. but in reality, is a private company. Right. You know, it's a it's a it's a four profit company mm-hmm. right so maybe that's why you were hinting at i don't know but well no i just i just like to love people right, right so right. if you have a customer base that's operating from love mm. then you wouldn't have too many unhappy customers mm-hmm. you know and so when i see well for me in my station you know I exude love. So mm-hmm. even if there's a delay, they're not upset because yeah. it's me at the yeah. giving them the information. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. guys, listen, you know, down to 14th Street, you know, y'all could do this, that, and mm-hmm. the third. So I'm conveying with love and kindness. Yeah. Right, right, right. Whereas giving opposed to, listen, the train ain't running. Uh-huh. All right. Listen, y'all got to do what y'all got to do or yeah. here's some block tickets uh-huh. and be Don't dismissive. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be yeah, yeah. dismissive. Just get out of my hair. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and then, um, for me, I just think if we adapted that mentality, mm-hmm. um, my coworkers think I'm crazy. But, yeah, you know. Well, if that's the thing, because you, you're probably at a different t- like space in your life, or just like 
where you've matured yes. or and or you just have a different outlook and you know as much as oh they're dismissive but i'd be like but they're under so much stress right. people are so mean to them and it's quite easy to get really hardened yes and yes. also you know you don't want people to think that they can treat you whatever right. the way they want right. so it's like they can put on that strong exterior mm-hmm. to be like oh i'm gonna bite back or something right right, right. so it's like that weird dichotomy of just like i understand you know of course like that would be a knee-jerk reaction but in the long run for your own sanity yes i choose well years ago i did a a challenge i saw it on facebook it was called the 100 happy days Mm -hmm. challenge i i went past 100 like to maybe three Uh two three hundred and that was what centered me i was like Mm -hmm. oh i can choose to be happy Mm -hmm. i can choose to not let outside things you know Directly, really yeah, yeah, yeah affect me you. yeah um when it comes to the mta being a private company mm-hmm. um they are a public authority which is everybody has their hand in it mm. the governor the the mayor everybody contributes to the overall running of the company mm. and um that's where the problem is mm. Too many people are in Too it. Too many cooks. Right. Yeah. So they need to have uh, the MTA and I would say the governor. Mm-hmm. The two people that, but then it has to have oversight because there's so much money. Mm-hmm. There's, I, I don't even know how they say they lose money. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're open 24-7. Yeah. We run over you know every day yeah unless there's a major weather you whatever but the, the there's answer. so much money mm. yeah. ah just i mean yeah. who's who's messing with that yeah <laughs> Pomo, what's up oh. <laughs> what's well up? that's the thing i've always wondered because i see the drops like mm-hmm. if you go to well i have access to you know stations where i see the money and i'm like well this there's making money you know, right, 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 so where's this money going, and who's charging so much money to fix a tile? Mm. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. it's a lot of you know. I oh, that's so affiliated. Yeah, well, you know, you ain't heard it from me. I hear that from me from Jim Key. I just wanted to make sure. that's that's clearly conveyed. Yes, for sure. If they find my body somewhere in Staten Island. You know, it's coming. Back to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, the 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 they've been around forever, mm. and when they merged, it was for the better for the consumer, mm-hmm. and um, even with Long Island Railroad, Metro North, the bridges and t- like, where's this money going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now with negotiating contracts, our contract is up, and they're they what they constantly do is pit us against the regular folk riding right. the subway. They're kind of always used like you guys as like the reason they the need. reason why you know we need to raise the fare right. and all. And that. that's not true. We have not had a cost of living mm. in years. Mm-hmm. In years, we have not had a cost of living increase, um, and things are continuing. So wait, hold up. You guys haven't had like increase in your wages. In no, no, we've we've had rate wage uh, right. wage increase right. or raises, uh-huh. um, but they're not on par with what, going on in, 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 in society, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. right. Gotcha. So there's other agencies. The gallon of milk. Like done going up exactly, mm-hmm. and I, I usually now I'm doing almond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> almond milk. I'm doing almond milk. Yes. Guac yeah, on yeah. that Chipotle yeah, bowl. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I also yeah. So the MTA uh, just needs some in-house cleaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the audit just came out. I forgot what he. It's a lot of mishandling yeah. of yeah. funds. Of mm-hmm. funds, yeah, for sure. And yeah. no matter who gets in there. 
I feel, this is my opinion, that money just, they making it rain. Yeah. And sometimes they make, yes, it becomes, yeah, it, it becomes corrupt. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, it's unfortunate, like, you know, because one of the union guys that we believed in and we voted mm-hmm. in, we was like, yeah, he's going to, next thing you know, he's the one that got rid of the no layoff clause. Mm-hmm. So I will say this, though, like, you know, uh, I've, you know, I, I've traveled in many different countries that uses public subways. Mm-hmm. Right? New York's the only city that has a 24-hour subway I know. system. Mm-hmm. And I have a question regarding that. Mm-hmm. So, any New York is not only the longest, I mean, the, the most convenient in terms of, like, it runs 24 hours, but it's also the nastiest. It also uh, has the most amount of delays. It has uh, a most amount of issues when mm-hmm. it comes down to operationally. Because mm-hmm. when I go to like certain countries like, you know, in, in Europe or like in Korea and, you know, these places, yeah, they shut down after one. But like the service, the actual times of service is like flawless. It's efficient. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere is super clean. Yeah. Because they have that moment of window where they could like revamp, clean up. And wow. you know, let it like let but- everything kind of get back into motion. So so they close from like one AM to like five AM or something, you know? So so when I remember like last year, like was it uh I don't know if it was Debelagio was like proposing like, hey, maybe we should shut down the system from like one AM to five AM. Yeah. What my thoughts for that was I hate De Blagio on the record because he eats <laughs> he eats pizza with a fork and a knife. Interesting. That's, that's crazy. That's the type of guy he is. That's yeah. the type of guy he is. Yeah. But when he said that, I was like, mm, I kind of agree with you sense. on that. I think it kind of makes sense mm. to me personally. Okay, all right. So I want to get your take. Yeah, as on the that. expert. Yeah. Well, I believe that would not work at all because mm-hmm. we okay. have so many workers that do the overnight shift. Mm. They're dependent on the subway to get to their jobs. Yeah. So what would be in its place mm. to make sure these workers get to where they need to go? Gotcha. Yeah, that's true. Um, and as far as city never sleeps right so. but what you're saying about the other places and their efficiency it's the people mm. it's the company how do they uh the the korean mm-hmm. and asian community there's a different way they're taught how to be efficient in life in general mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so culturally i believe that's why certain things in in other countries are the way they are because the people are trained from early on yes mm-hmm. to take pride right you know what i mean mm-hmm. we can't america we somebody just said to, my doctor just said this america is rude mm. Mm-hmm. Because he was in Greece and he yeah. was like, oh, this is, they're privileged. Yeah. We're, we're rude. And that's what he said. And we're rude. We have a different um, lackadaisical. Yeah. Basically lazy. A- lazy mm-hmm. attitude. <laughs> like somebody else is going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Somebody yeah. else is going to do it. Uh. And, you know, even with the because they did lay off some cleaners that clean the cars because oh. they, they have to get to the terminal. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And once they're at the terminal, if you're trying to turn that train around <laughs> in three minutes, how are they going to clean yeah. if you got two people at one end and the other end trying to mm-hmm. clean the subway in such a short time? Yeah. It's not possible. And then yeah. you can't get the homeless off with their 15 million carts. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So today yeah. on my way here, I was getting in the 
the car and the lady said oh no the guy stinks so we was able to run to the next one oh, yeah, I was course. like yo good looking out no that's, that's kind of <laughs> like a New York City yeah. uh, survival yeah. Tip, yeah. you know what cause you see a train if you see a train with empty. nobody in there <laughs> yeah there's something wrong with that yeah. car yeah. go in that train yeah yeah it was it was it, yeah. was, it was horrible yeah. so so going back to that question of like seniority mm-hmm. so when you get assigned to these stations like what are the factors and can you say like my top three stations are blank or Ooh, stuff um, like that when I came out as I said they I was what they call extra uh-huh. when you went where they needed you and so 34th Street 6th Avenue was where they sent me a lot oh, wow. and I was on was a night shift well I was at I was at night too so oh, I still was working God. nights um, they told me in class uh either the elder he said when you come out if you can go nights because you'll learn the job a lot easier mm. than being thrown in to during the, the daytime which a lot of my co-workers left mm-hmm. you know because it was too much mm-hmm. you know they'll send you to Times Square and you're there by yourself one week out oh, and you need help because the volume you could you know back then uh, Times Square easily $15,000 oh, on gosh. a shift yeah you know that's a lot of money to handle and yeah. count yeah, especially when the, when it was like seventy five exactly exactly when I came when I came I think it went it was a dollar ten when I came a dollar I think it was a ninety cents or a dollar ten when I came up um, but <sighs> is there like a coordinator that who oh, like is a, a, yeah who's like oh yeah you're right here, now you're right here. now right now uh, we call it a pick mm. we have a pick every twice a year mm. so my pick is about to start September 23rd mm-hmm. where I go and there's a board and it lists all the stations mm-hmm. and based on my seniority I get to go the day that I go uh-huh. when I go there I see what's left uh-huh. and whatever's left I'm like hmm I want to work somewhere where there's not a lot of homeless mm-hmm. there's not a lot of rats mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so- these are like gems right here because yeah. I want to know where these places yeah. are but then again I don't know if yeah. that you can't yeah. disclose yeah. that yeah the, well the L line the L line is pretty cool the uh-huh. L line yeah, yeah. is pretty cool uh, after um, Bedford uh, and I'm gonna even say yeah before Broadway Junction mm. yeah, yeah, so that yeah. chunk those are decent stations. Oh, those are all gentrified. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. So, in gentrification, <laughs> yeah. you're going to see more police. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to see more cleanliness. You know yeah. What I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's unfortunate, yeah. but that's yeah, how it yeah, is. Yeah. 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 And for so, sure. for my peace of mind, that's what I look for. I look yeah. for cleanliness, less homeless people. Um, you're going to see a lot of hipsters with mm, earthy uh, yeah. smell. And skateboards. A lot of skateboards. A lot of skateboards. So when you and your MTA workers like get together, is do you guys like lament over like, oh, I got blank. And you're like, well, oh. Well, we have a Facebook group uh-huh. for that. Oh, and, you guys oh. have a Facebook group? Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't, I don't prescribe to it anymore because uh-huh. it's just, it's just, it beats you down because uh. you constantly hear the stories. Wow, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm getting older mm-hmm. and I've been there a long time, so it just, it, I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear it anymore because what else, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, if yeah. you know this to be something that occurs, fix it yourself. Yeah. Right, right. Find a way to deal with it differently because yeah. you don't have to respond mm-hmm. because all they're doing is trying to get where they're going they may be they don't have the money mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean it's like ah what were what were some memorable um moments both positive negative <laughs> yeah uh, and i also have a qu- experience yes and also did anyone 
like slip their number oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah girl oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so okay so, so let's talk about this yeah. no, I, was, I was trying to take it to more like a drama oh and, sorry like, Jojo just kind of <laughs> took it to like romantic comedy oh well that's what I have in store I have a sitcom right. which is a dramedy okay. oh yeah so cool. the 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 the, the, the the funniest thing that ever happened, I don't know if you may find this funny. I find it funny. Okay. Uh-huh. When I first came down, I worked at Canal Street. Yeah. Uh, All right. Oh, 846. Yeah. Right. On the N. On the N. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's right off Broadway. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's a tunnel to get to the other side. Yes. There. We have cameras. Right. And there was a couple making out. Uh-huh. uh-huh. They didn't know that I. You could see. Yeah. Oh, I watched oh, it. Kind of I watched it. <gasps> Yo, I was like, Oh I was like, what oh, do I do? I don't want to ruin the moment. Yeah, yeah you're like, yeah, I can't yeah. look away. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of cool. It was oh kind of cool. God. That was kind of interesting <laughs> that I've never seen a 12 9. Mm-hmm. 12 9 is um, someone uh, get hit by a train. <gasps> okay, uh, how do you remember that? 12 9, 9 mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it, it was part of, Yeah, it was part of the. Te- so like, that's kind of yeah. like an internal code when yes. they say, yo, 12 yes. 9 happened yes. over so and so. Yeah. Somebody got hit by the train. Yes, oh my that's 12 9, yeah. I've never seen a witness. Anything like that? I don't ever Thank want God. to. Thank yeah, I don't want to see mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's tragic. Um, and then the ones that that survive in the L train, I call it the loser line. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it has happened a lot on the L line. What, 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 what happened? Twelve nines. Why is that? Why does it happen on the L so much? Because uh, the gray color is depressing. <laughs> oh yeah, or people <laughs> stumbling from the East Village. <laughs> yeah, back, I don't back know. To their I have, like there's no. They don't really do a study, mm-hmm. which they should. They yeah. need to do a study, mm. but you know, suicide isn't funny, and people oh, suicide. Yeah, some of them are most most of the time is suicide. Oh. Most of the time is suicide. Yeah. So yeah, that's another thing. Like you know that blockade thing that I was right, talking right. about. Right, right. Oh, prevent prevent people from jumping in. But from, we're we're yeah. unable to because, like you said, the system is antiquated. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the system is antiquated, mm-hmm. and the new Second Avenue line probably would have been better mm-hmm. yeah. equipped at trying to show what it would yeah, look yeah, like. Yeah, what it would look like. Um, yeah. yeah, so, and that's the frustration because Monday morning somebody chooses to do it, mm-hmm. but oh. instead of New Yorkers being like, oh, it was like, get this train out the yeah. way. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I need my train. You're like, no, you're, no you're time so to mourn. Yeah. You're so crazy. No, that's like, uh, that's me. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I'm like, yo, why'd you gotta kill yourself on a Monday? Oh uh, my God. Uh, yeah. Do yeah. a non-traffic hour. Yeah. It's but. unfortunate. I guess they figure it's quick and easy. Mm. Yeah. You know, but and a lot of times they survive. They want, to, oh, Some of the them worst. survive, yeah. Oh yeah. Some yeah. of them. Oh yeah. God. There was a story um, that was in the paper years ago. The guy was drunk mm-hmm. and he went between the car to urinate. Oh my God. And he slipped <gasps> and he got his legs amputated. Oh, wow. And he sued the MTA. What? Yeah, he won like a, almost a hundred and something million dollars. Of course, they, they appealed. Yeah. Right, right, right. They, it's, I think it's still going through appeal. Still ongoing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, how are you going to? It says, do not walk between mm. yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, God. my most. Um, I had another incident where the guy took out his penis. Right? Oh, my gosh. Mm. And they teach Another? you. Yeah, oh, yes, oh, a lot. I thought my name was written on the wall somewhere. Go no. see Joanna. No. Oh, God. <laughs> it happens so often. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So the, the first time it happened, because in class they teach you not to show fear because you're mm. in the booth by yourself as yes. a woman. Don't show fear. So the comedian to me, mm. I said. I was like, that's it? <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. But yeah. no, I said, hey, you, you with your dick out. Yeah. <laughs> 
move a little closer so I can see you better. Oh my God. <laughs> and he took off running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, like, yes, oh, this- got him. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the next day he came back. Oh. <laughs> Fully clothed. Yeah, he, no, he, did. he said, hey, remember me? Mm. And, um, and I was like, oh my God, this is that guy. But he wasn't, like, you know, there's there's a depiction of those types of guys that looking like a homeless dad. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. he was gorgeous. Oh, what? He was 6'3", nice looking brother. OMG. Yes. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing this so for? So it wasn't a joke. Like, I really wanted you to, like, get closer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but I, I figured you, 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 you confront them, they'll leave. Mm-hmm. But when he came back, he was like, I was like, what are you doing? And mind you, I'm in college. Yeah. Uh, and so you this, were still like young. Like, well, no, no. I was in, a, uh, my degree is in psychology. Okay. So uh-huh. this particular se- semester uh-huh. was sexual deviant behavior course. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hey, you, come here. Uh-huh. It's like, <laughs> so I told my professor this. about this. I was like, she said, oh, yeah, he's harmless. He just likes the, the thrill of getting caught. Mm-hmm. So when he came back, I was like, hey, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. He was like, because you're cute. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> and so I was oh able to get gosh. an A plus on my paper. Oh, no. Thanks to Tyrone from He's the like, Bronx. Thank you. Hey. Shout <laughs> Yeah, Tyrone. Oh I don't know where he is. He was. Uh, that was ninety six. Mm. That was ninety six. Mm. So that was. So when you said uh, you know this happens often, not just once, but when they like slip you the number or they try to like you know ask you out, like what. Are they, is it against the rules? No, for it's you to not. Engage? And let me tell you something. At Essex Street, and I feel bad now, but uh, that's when uh, it had to be 94, 95. Uh-huh. So there was this guy who used to come to my station. Uh-huh. He's cute. He's uh-huh. hot. Uh-huh. I'm, th- I'm the... I don't want to see you again. If yeah. I'm going to do a booty call, I don't, uh, you know, if I'm going to hit yeah, it and yeah, quit yeah. it, yeah. I don't want to see you again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so the, true. So we had this, this program that yeah. I was in, the uh-huh. MetroCard, yeah. uh, the MV, um, the Fair Card mm-hmm. um, program was nine months long. <gasps> so yeah, it was like, yeah, you were stationed there. Right. Oh, so no. I flirted, so I flirted with him for the whole nine months uh-huh. and we had a week left uh-huh. and I was like, all right, I'm going to go out. Only got a week left. Yeah. I ain't going to see him again. Uh-huh. Boom, boom, boom. Hit it. He cooked me dinner. It was beautiful. Oh. And I was like, good. I ain't got to see him no more. Yeah. Get to work. We got three more weeks to go. No. Oh, oh I'm so upset. No. Because now, now he's coming to the booth googly-eyeing yeah, he's me. Like, hey, oh, going yes. On? I'm like, I'm at work. <laughs> I'm at work. Please don't do this. I felt, Ugh, oh, stay my away. God. I'm at work. Oh, my God. So I kind of like shoot him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, but what if he was the one? I know. He cooked for me. He made a doll, oh, man. I was like, so I found him. I took a picture of him mm. while he was washing the, the dishes. After, mm. yeah, and mm. I was like, damn, I fucked up. Mm. I fucked up. Mm. Wait, that's the thing. So when you're working, do you sometimes like see like your old college buddies or something? And you're just I like, saw an hey. ex. Oh, you did. I saw an ex, and he was like, oh, you got fat. What? I was like. It's the glass, motherfucker. <laughs> it's the glass. Move right along. <laughs> okay. Move along. Objects you see here appear larger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's uh, yeah. So, crazy. so that's how I get my material. Mm, right. Just yes. everyday experiences in the MTA. Mm. Uh, the the young guy that showed me his penis. That's yeah. my opening line oh, wow. in the Swipe This show mm. uh, because it happened, and you know. And when you're writing content mm. and when you're a comedian, everything is, I'm going to say, 
Eighty-five percent true. Yeah, mm. and then we exaggerate. Yeah. When I first started, none of my stuff was true. Uh-huh. I didn't know how to write. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. I was just making stuff up mm-hmm. until I did a show at uh, it's called the Red Door on Sixty Six and um, by um, Lincoln Center. Mm-hmm. It's called the Red Door. We go out in the basement of the church and everybody's telling jokes. And I get up there talking about being an alcoholic and drinking and my dad and uh-huh. so people. Three people gave me their number to be my sponsor because oh. they. I didn't know this was like a sponsor yeah. type comedy show. Yeah, Everybody yeah, yeah. was in recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm up here talking about, oh, I'm tossing them back. <laughs> and and they like, wanted to, uh, I was like, no, no, these are just jokes. I was like, yeah, sure. Sure they are. It's like you're not, <laughs> you haven't accepted exactly, it yet. Exactly, exactly. So that's, that's when I realized that our people believe yeah. that what we're saying on stage. Right, so right. try to be as truthful as possible. as possible. Yeah, just, you know, and, and exaggerate. So yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm single and... Um, I sleep in a twin bed mm. and I choose to on purpose because I figure if I'm in the queen size mm. and I roll over and it's empty, that's just going to remind <gasps> me every night <laughs> oh. that I'm lonely. Oh, okay. At least in a twin yeah. bed, if I right, roll right, over, right, right. I fall on the floor. <laughs> And I could find my Doritos when they're under the bed, you know? Yeah, exactly. So um, I lived in an apartment that had the the number was 1D. Mm. And I was like, God, that's all I'm asking for. It's just 1D. (laughs) Just 1D, please. Uh, Yeah. So and, And so. I did that on stage, and then when I came home one night, I just took a picture of my mm-hmm. door, yeah. and I put it on Facebook. They said, oh, shit, you're right. You, you, I said, I'm not making this shit up. Mm. This is my life, you yeah. know, and um, I've been patient, so yeah. I'm just right. going to wait on yeah. the Lord. So let's talk about your comedy then. So, like, how did you get started on terms of, like, you were working at the MTA, and then you mentioned that you kind of use comedy as an outlet. Yes. To, like, all well, right. I didn't know... Um, Oh, I'm just going to say, I didn't know. I was dating this guy, mm. uh, Andre Alexander. Mm. Strong Full name. Full disclosure. Strong name. Yes. Yeah, Andre <laughs> M. Alexander. Uh-huh. Um, he passed away a few years ago. Well, this year, actually. Mm. But he, when we dated, every date was a comedy club. Oh. Every date to the point where he's like, oh, you love comedy. Oh. I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. So then this particular show, he was like, yo, you're funnier than that guy up there. Mm. And I was like, I am? He was like, yeah, you're funnier. And he said, you could do that. I was like, I can? I'm like, what do you mean? I said, I thought comedy, they just got up there and they just winged it. They mm-hmm. just said whatever. He said, no. The next day he bought me an antiquated um, outlet called the Learning Annex. <laughs> it's a, a, a pamphlet that was on the, oh, okay. you take it and uh, you look at different classes to yeah, take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not expensive. It was like $75 to take an eight-week course wow. in comedy writing mm-hmm. and stand-up. So I did that. That was 96, wow. March of 96. Mm. And, um, Just did it. Yeah, and I was pretty good at it, and uh-huh. which was funny because all my life I was always the one making jokes and mm. cracking up. So when everybody heard I was doing stand-up, I had like 30, 40 people show up mm. at Stand Up New York in 96, March of 96, to see mm. me perform. And I haven't looked back. Oh, I haven't looked back. So Andre, awesome. um, I always, like, Pay homage to him mm-hmm. because if it wasn't for him, right. I wouldn't be he doing comedy. In you. Yeah, right. he yeah, believed right, right, right. in me, and then he dumped me. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, Andre! <laughs> <laughs> and what happened is, well, he's you know, there's some guys that they they gift you with. Oh, mm. 
And then go like, ahead, little. You know, yeah, yeah, fly. So, right, right. That's what he said. I, I'm just gonna say back here, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Because when we had, as an adult, because I was young, mm-hmm. as an adult, you know, he said, "Well, that's. I think that's who I am in life. You know, I just encourage people to be better human beings." Mm-hmm. I said, "What about you, Andre? Mm-hmm. What about who's gonna encourage you?" Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he. I got to speak to him mm. uh, about two years ago to let him know everything that I'm doing yeah. and how I appreciate the push and, you know, thank you. And I, there was always love there, but then um, he passed. Mm. Yeah, it was unfortunate because, mm. yeah, the people, you know. But I will always have that memory uh, yeah, yeah. of laughing and and doing what I love. Right. Uh, and so I'm in the booth and... Um, I'm just cracking myself up. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, my show is going to be called Laugh Tracks. Mm-hmm. I love to laugh and I'm working by the tracks. Yeah, yes. So yeah. I called it Laugh Tracks. And then I found there were other, um, we had a transit comedy club mm-hmm. with internal. So right. uh, we would put out a newsletter and say, hey, who's interested in doing comedy? Because yeah. I knew- Did it exist before you were seeking this out? No. Or did you start it? I started it, ah. yeah. I did a show called, well, it was called The Funniest Transit Worker Contest. Mm. So that's how I got okay. word of it. So because I knew we needed an outlet. Yes. Right, right, right. And unfortunately, the outlet was trashing the MTA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, yeah. we were, um, we have an internal uh, news channel mm. called Transit Transit News. Uh, and they came to videotape us, and oh. but they how couldn't cute. air it because oh. uh, everybody's like, fuck the MTA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Lost like, the Lost uh, X-Files. Like, yeah, he's like, uh, you, you know they pay you, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we had to stop. Oh. Yeah. Well, I didn't stop the yes. show. I just had to give them, listen, you can't do this. You mm. can't trash the job. You make it balanced. Mm. You know, trash yeah. the job, trash the people, trash everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Um, Yes. Yeah, so. e- equally trash yes, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. As long as you equally yeah. trash everything, <laughs> right? They were kind of get a pass. Well, they know about they know about it. So the Transit Comedy Club, we used to meet once a month uh, at the Transit Building. It was approved because, like I said, comedy is an outlet. Mm. We need to have an outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, all humans need an outlet. Comedy and laughter is the number one. Um, so we did this for a while, and we matter of fact, we having another. Uh, we had one in August, uh, Transit. It's called TA's Got Talent Showcase. Mm. So we had singers, musicians, comedians. Just like I said, it's a way for us to network mm. and um, get out of the whole hum life of being an MTA employee yeah. that's underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my supervisors is my partner in this show. Um, nice. But Laugh Tracks consists of union workers, mm. uh, a bus operator, train operator, dispatcher, cleaner. Mm. And we get up and we, and we don't all talk about transit. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm the only one. And then there's OC, the bus driver. He talks about being a bus driver. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's funny. Yeah. You know, it's a funny, yeah. you know, yeah, way to. Because they're all like human beings. That exactly. Are like working yeah. these with different talents. Like, I remember being on a train where... Um, this uh, this one train I would take the six and um, from twenty eighth to like fourteen sometimes and he would be very enthusiastic yes, of yes. like next stop is blink 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 and he would like change yes, his voice each yes. day so I was like he's having so much fun yes. right now and he's yeah. like and there was you have bus to. drivers that was like oh today's yeah. weather is like, yeah. right, like making right, an right. announcement and the time and is yeah, yeah I mean we have to you know for those that do it. I appreciate it because that's their way of coping and totally. dealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, There's one guy on the A track. I don't know where he is, but mm. his voice. I had to get out. Like, who is this guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's Baritone. so distinct, uh-huh. but it's 
It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Right. It's almost like he's not even a, a, a New Yorker. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's almost like he has a British accent. Or, oh, yeah, right, he, right. yeah. He just Hello. yeah. He's, yes, Mind exactly. Uh-huh. I was like, wow. And I, I I take those personalities on because I know what it's like. Yeah, we have to find a way to make this work. Mm. Right, right, for right, us, right. so yeah. we don't get you know punched in the face because mm. yeah. you know getting hit, spit on. Yeah. You know, that's just a horrible part of the job. Yeah. Where yeah. The job, like, right now, the union is on the MTA to do something about it. Mm. You know, because if, uh, if you insult it, you take a couple of days off. And then, if you're traumatized, like, how do you go back? Yeah, exactly. I have a coworker who has had three 12 nines <gasps> in front of him. Oh my gosh. You know, that's like PTSD. Yes, right there. yes. Yeah. He couldn't sleep at night. He had, they were giving him Ambien. He didn't want to take Ambien. No, you know no. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like what do you do? Yeah. Right. He was going to counseling and stuff like that. But what do you do when somebody chooses mm. to end their life in front of you mm-hmm. and you, you're the last person they see? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, yeah it is. Wow. It is. That's why I, did, I, I took that exam. I was like, nah, because I got to go out on them traps. Mm-hmm. There's rats down there. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Because when the breaks in emergency, which you hear BIE, mm-hmm. now they're telling everybody, but yeah. breaks in emergency, BIE, they have to go down and find out which location it is, start it back up. So that can take somewhere to 15 to 20 minutes. Right. So that's a delay. And if you're on a single track, you got to wait for that one to move. But if yeah, you're on express, sure. they'll yeah. reroute the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of mechanics into how the system runs that mm. people don't know. Right. All they know is the train is not coming. Right, right, right. Or they're stuck on a train. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's so many. And that's why I say, if you can just woosah, yeah. Have your phone charged. Have your extra battery. Mm-hmm. Just chill. Mm-hmm. Play just game. Chill. Yeah, because <laughs> you know there's so many other things that you could just get frustrated about. Yeah. Uh, the, this right here, you have no control over. Right. So right. why are you getting yourself worked up? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I don't. Mm, I don't. I don't do that. I don't run for the train because mm-hmm. I know there's going to be another one. Or mm. I do Uber. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I really yeah. want to, I do Uber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I mean, just finding finding ways to get uh, other M- MTA employees to come do comedy mm-hmm. or perform because I know it's therapeutic. Yes, I'm even trying to fancy a a a, a protocol or like you know personal development for yeah. jobs, human resources. Yes, to get you know transit. You know. Sh- let them show them how to do comedy mm-hmm. to offset some of these customer complaints. Yeah. Mm. Because all you have to do when you're on the phone is throw a little humor. Say, were, yeah. they, were they really rude? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. well, how did this go down? Because I don't want to have to get 15 write-ups because mm-hmm. somebody doesn't like me. Yeah, right. exactly. You know, I don't give somebody their uh, card fast enough or they miss the train. Right. You know, they want to take it out on me because they can yeah. And sometimes the MTA, or most times Sharing MTA the gives the platform. Yeah, they give they give them a platform. Five on one. If mm. you have any issue with any employee, call us. You yeah. know. Yeah. Is there an opposite where if you like love the service or you want to like praise yes, them? Yes, but we don't uh-huh. we don't hear about it. Uh, ah. <laughs> the, the Daily Nu the Daily okay. News does a great uh, recognition program mm-hmm. for MTA. A people mm-hmm. or workers. Really? Okay. I think it's called the Hero Award. I don't mm. know when they do it, but mm. you can nominate um, MTA employees. Uh, like I said, the badge number is one. Mm. You could get the badge number and say, hey, I just like to commend the, the employee, blah, blah, blah. Whether they get back to the employee is another thing. Mm. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's better to tweet. 
Yeah. You know, use social media. Yeah. It's easier now. Right. It's For easier sure. to say, oh, I was at 14th Street and the clerk, oh, she was amazing or he was amazing. Mm. You know, way to go, MTA. Yeah. Right. You know, something right. like that. Or in the union, TWU Local 100. Now, they probably would do something more so than management. Yes. Right. You know. Mm. So, so, question. Um, I see that, you know, you started your comedy career, like, back in 96, mm-hmm. technically. And then you kind of kept on your job with the MTA. Um, have you ever thought about like just kind of pivoting fully, fully into, into comedy. the comedy oh, career? Oh, I have. Um, let me see. I was in college in two. Anyway, I was engaged to this idiot. Mm. And uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he was an idiot because no, because that was the moment where I was like, I'm ready to leave transit. Mm-hmm. I'm getting good feedback. I'm getting, you know. Uh, agents talking to yeah. me and whatever and uh-huh. he's like but huh we, we really don't spend time together uh-huh. <laughs> so I stopped doing comedy for mm. two and a half years mm. two of the worst years of my life uh-huh. but also two of the best because I realized he was not for me mm-hmm. you yeah. know and, and what the pivotal moment was 9-11 so this is way back mm. 2001 September I saw the building going down because mm-hmm. I just came off of work and I just looked at him I said I'm out of here he said huh I said oh, I'm gone because mm-hmm. I, I realized those people passed and died mm-hmm. not living their truth not yes. doing their whatever it is they came to do right, right. so I I moved out the next month mm. Wow. I moved out the next month. I finished college in 2002, and I went back to uh, my first open mic. So I started all over again. Uh-huh. And uh, so 2002, I didn't look back. And mm-hmm. then his idiot ass came <laughs> to a show. Oh, God. And he was like, oh, my God, you're funny. I was <laughs> like, I wanted to punch him in the throat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who because, been here? Uh, yeah, because yeah, I could have been in L.A., you mm-hmm. know, doing the things because I had people scouting me. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, I just needed the support. Exactly. And it's a little difficult more for women mm-hmm. to get that support. Right. Um, in in the comedy arena, yeah, especially mm. a woman of color. Oh, like, yes, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yes. I mean, even back then, I don't even recall that many women comedians in general. Right. It wasn't until like the 2010s, mm-hmm. like I started noticing names, right? Like yeah, Chelsea right. Handler, like yeah. you started right. noticing, yeah. right. especially black women as right. well. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Well, that's the main reason. Segue. Yes, segue into the creation of the Black Women in Comedy Festival. Yeah, and. Prior to that, you know, there's, you know, Tiffany Haddish, Leslie Jones. Mm -hmm. uh, But for women like myself on, you know, mainstream, Mm -hmm. we're not mainstream. Mm. Um, For you're in like the toughest market in New York City. Yes. And I just, uh, there was a discussion in another Facebook group. Uh, There was a festival going on and and the journalist's article, there was nothing but white women on the cover of the, and I was like wait somebody that doesn't live in New York yeah. questioned it she was like hey how is it that you're in New York City and you don't have any black women or women of color in this issue yeah this and so everybody was having a discussion and <clears throat> so I chimed in and the girl I know the girl I know the woman the director of the festival because I've done it before yeah uh, and it was it, I probably it was like maybe a handful of people of color in the, in the festival but because of the issue we all thought it was none mm-hmm. but when she came and she talked to us she said no there's you know a couple of women of color and um, it's the journalists 
that did the article that way oh, because okay. they sent them they, all the headliners and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, okay, I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? But fuck it. Let's do mm-hmm. our own festival. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was October of 2018. Mm-hmm. The festival was done in four months. Oh, wow. No sponsorship. <gasps> Yeah, no sponsorship, no, um, we have four headliners. Uh, I did the most stupidest thing. I've I've never done a festival before. I charged $10 a mission, mm. and that was horrible because, oh. you know, the submissions is where you get money to pay yeah. headliners. Yeah. So we paid out of our pocket. Mm. Uh, people, um, a lot of the people on the committee, which was five of us, mm. no, six, six of us, we all put up a couple of dollars to make it happen. Mm. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so well received. It was like such a much needed um, initiative right yeah. because the women that were selected I mean it was like a sisterhood we still mm-hmm. are in sisterhood right, right, but right. it was just something that was needed it was cathartic I uh, one of my focal points was mental health mm-hmm. and self care mm-hmm. especially for black women in this mm-hmm. industry yes uh, so we had a, a licensed psychologist psychiatrist um, there we had um, speakers talking to us about self-care, how to help ourselves in this industry, how that's to stay. Amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's always going to be part of the festival yes. is self-care and mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, I'm going to be looking for sponsorships, uh, dealing with mental health and black women. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just a, a great thing to see accomplished um, with little to no money. So yeah. now a year from now, we're doing it again. And now have time to cultivate sponsorship deals and get people more involved so that it can flourish even more because it's needed it Mm -hmm. showed me it showed us that it was needed and um even for uh the fact that we didn't have any money nobody knew that yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we made it look good. Yeah. And uh, a lot of relationships that transpired, these some women met during the festival. Now they're doing a tour. Yeah. You know what I mean? They bonded and they're, you know, furthering the cause because it's needed. Yes. These We cried. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We bonded and we cried. And it was just such a beautiful thing because I guess no one was checking for us. Yeah. But from the festival, one young lady was on TV. She got called to do a TV show uh-huh. on True TV. Um, uh, ironically called Laugh Tracks. <laughs> hey. <laughs> right. And um, uh, a couple of them got Just for Laughs Auditions, which is a prominent comedy festival right, right, in right. Montreal. Um, and other work, uh, agents and management um, looking at them. So we're needed yeah. in the industry. I just didn't understand why this wasn't done before but I'm thankful to be the one to champion the cause because um, I'm not ever going to stop advocating for black women Uh, I've had people say well why don't you call it women in comedy Mm. I said because it exists already in Boston Uh (laughs) (laughs) simple answer yeah I said but I want to advocate for black women Mm -hmm. you know and um, if you're not part of the solution you know leave Mm -hmm. me alone Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I think that you're such an amazing example of how I think we're a generation that complains a lot and, you know, complains and we kind of expect things and you are like, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to create this for myself. I've always, you know what? I realize I've always been that way. Yeah. I didn't know that's how I, but I just like say, you know what? I'm going to do it myself. Mm -hmm. Your solutions. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find a way to make this work and how are we going to do it? Mm -hmm. Um, one uh, three years ago, 
Okay, I've been the manager at Brooklyn House of Comedy, mm-hmm. which is inside the Inkwell. Um, once he made me manager, a young lady I did, uh, it's another festival called um, Ladies of Laughter mm-hmm. that's held quarterly, I believe, or mm-hmm. every three years. And I met her there. We were, It was only like maybe five or six black women. Mm-hmm. And so we bonded, of course, and we stayed in touch. And then when she found out I was a manager at the club, mm-hmm. she was like, hey, do you have an open mic at your club? Uh-huh. And I was like, no. So <laughs> say this was a Monday. By Wednesday, I made it happen. Mm. And this one of the best open mics in New York City. Mm-hmm. It's called Wednesday's Comedy Workout. Wednesday, Wednesday's Comedy's Workout. Or hashtag okay. WCW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yes. 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 So I took mm-hmm. a t- well, Woman Crush Wednesday as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it's one of the best mics in the city because I come from a place of love. So I make sure that the comics feel loved mm-hmm. right, right, right. and supported. And yeah, we're doing pretty good. The comics come and grow. And one of the things I do in the beginning of the mic, we take a picture. Uh-huh. I call it a class picture. Yes. Because one day we're going to look back and I'm like, yep, they were here. They were here. That's so cool. So we've been doing it for three years now. And mm-hmm. But the, the goal, I, I, a lot of comedy clubs, okay, so... I didn't just do this. I've had mentors. Mm-hmm. Gladys Simon, she runs um, Comic Strip. Mm-hmm. I was under. I learned from her early on when I first started in the '90s, and she's still mama to a lot of comedians. Mm-hmm. And she's still at the strip. I think on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned from Tim Davis. He was another mentor. So I've had people in my life that let me see that comedy can have compassion. Mm -hmm. It can still be competitive, but you can still have compassion for your fellow comics. Um, And just being kind, you know, I I don't know. I just think it's easier to be kind and to be mean and Mm. an asshole. Yeah, Mm. for sure. So, in you know, in the spirit of the kindness and I think you, you've been through two treacherous industries of like the MTA and also, you know, in comedy, like what do you want to say to like audiences or people who are using the MTA? Like how can you be kind and like how can you make an MTA's day work like a little bit better? <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, the best, just say hi, say yeah. good morning. Hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. That's it. Simple. That's mm-hmm. it. And then when you, if you're getting on the subway, take your backpack off, you know? <laughs> yeah. Take that backpack off. That is so real. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That is so annoying. And take people who lean on the off. whole pole. <laughs> exactly. Yes, your whole mm-hmm. butt crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you, you can be kind. Just take the backpack off. Mm-hmm. Just be kind. You say, excuse me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and Take your earphone out. Take one out so yes. you can hear what's going on mm. because the next stop is Express. Yes. Your local train now mm. is going Express. Yes. So now you can't get mad at nobody else mm. but yourself because you, you have both. Yeah. You didn't hear. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes the announcements are not translated. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to make an Express flight right now. Say what? <laughs> you ever see the Saturday Night Live skit where they do that and the person in the booth sounds like that, yeah. but then they go to the deli and they still sound like that. <laughs> oh, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the take be kind, say mm-hmm. good morning, say how you doing, especially if I'm part of your community. Mm-hmm. If you see me every day, mm-hmm. why not speak and say hi? Yeah. Can I help you? Do you need anything? Mm-hmm. A glass, uh, a bottle of water or something. I would take it if I see you every day. Yeah. I know yeah. you're not going to poison me. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You know, I've, uh, there's a and level of trust. Sometimes you can't take a break in between. Uh, yeah. Well, we do, but sometimes, like, if it's 
there's days when I don't get lunch. Yeah. And we only get 30 minutes. Mm. So you got to go to the bathroom, try to find something to eat. That's why sometimes you see people eating because mm-hmm. we don't have time. We don't have time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But we try to make it look easy and so simple. Like in that booth. Literally. Yes. Yeah. Just, For eight hours. Well, seven and a half. Because we, if we get 30, 30 minutes lunch, which is mandatory, we get to go out for 30 seconds, mm. 30 minutes. Go to the bathroom. And don't let the bathroom be way down at the other end of the station like a flushing on the G. Yeah. Mm. It's all the way on the other end of the station, which is scary. Mm. If you're a woman, it's scary to go down to a empty end of a station and yeah. you don't know who's lurking back there yeah. for sure yeah. especially during like the yo. shifts where you work and when yes. it's like dead at night yes um so this is a, a question that we ask all of our guests um this is our wrap-up questions mm-hmm. um, i'm gonna ask the first question yeah uh what is the most significant relationship in your life wow um it doesn't have to be romantic. Either. I know. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to say anybody. my the most significant relationship yeah. is the one I have with comedy. Mm. Comedy is love to me. Mm. And I just I just feel that if I can make people laugh that they'll be in a better place. Um, whether it's strangers, people on stage, um, just everyday life because it afforded me um a way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was sent to live with my dad, I turned to Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. Second City Television, Mad Magazine, Cracked, to deal with the separation anxiety that I have from my mom. Mm-hmm. So comedy, I know, heals. Mm-hmm. I know it's therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's what my uh, that's the most significant relationship because I don't know what I would be if I didn't have comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. That's amazing. And the other question that we ask all our guests is, what is your personal mantra? Oh, my personal mantra is it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Mm. Mm, I like oh, that. That's I don't know. It's always said by anonymous. Yeah. So I don't know who yeah. did that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I live by that yeah, because it's nice it, to be yeah. important, but it's important to be nice. Yeah, that's a gem yeah, right there. It is because yeah. I just think that's the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well. Joanna, thank you so much. Thank you for I having me. I feel like my life has changed oh. in terms of even just getting here. There were some delays. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was a part of it. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, on the C and the F train. And, but now just listening to all of this and seeing how this whole ecosystem runs and they're run by people. Yes. Who human are beings. just like us. Yes. It's just, there's so, I, I feel like I can take these um, delays or take these inconveniences quote unquote and just accept it as you know it's just part of life yes. and there's so many people who are working so hard to make yes. sure we're moving again Yes, and I, you really gave us a lot of great insight into I appreciate that and, so yeah. uh, just mm-hmm. before okay so the, the dispatcher is the one the train dispatcher yeah. is the one that dispatches the train. Mm-hmm. Tower operator is the one that has the lineup and tells the conductors and train operators where to go yeah. if there's the delay. So there, it's like everyone has a role. Mm-hmm. Conductor, you know, open and close the doors. Train operator drives. But TSS is the person that goes if there's a problem on a train. He goes and checks mm-hmm. to make sure. So there's a, a lot of people Move in position. Parts. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why we move New York. Yeah, yeah. you guys do. Yeah. And yeah. it's really been an honor to just like be able to talk to you. Thank yeah. you. Uh, thank yeah. you. So much insight. 
uh, so many questions answered. Mm-hmm. And um, when I talk to my friends about like the difference between LA and New York, I always just like start with how you know when I go into that subway car, you know, there's a woman with like a four carat diamond on her hand, you know, holding the pole, and there's another person who has like three kids, and they're like you know fighting for yes. space on the train, and there's also someone who is most presumably homeless, and right. you're just like. Everyone. Everyone takes the train. Yes. Every single person. No one's above it. Right. No one's below it. Right. right. Everyone is taking We're the train. We're all in the cosmopolitan together, the melting pot, if you will. Exactly. Of the subway ecosystem. Yeah. And, you know, just get on board. Get on board. And get your life right. Take that backpack off. Yes. <laughs> Take the backpack off. So on that note, I'd like to once again thank you, Joanna Bradley, for thank joining us. Thank you for us. having me. Check out the Laugh Track comedy yes. show in bed Yes. Via Instagram. Is laugh track is still is spelled L A F F tracks comedy show NYC yes. on Instagram. Also, look out for the dates for the 2020 Black Women's Comedy Festival. Yes, that's coming up. So, yes. So yeah, um, she's also looking for sponsorships. So if you're trying to get down with some righteous black woman and comedy situation. Yes, thank you. Is it, is it happening in Brooklyn? Yes, it is. It's happening Best in Brooklyn. Yeah. We're going to keep Best it in Bed-Stuy, yes. Brooklyn. She's going to keep it in Bed-Stuy, man. So all you gentrifiers, baby, baby. man, trying to claim Bed-Stuy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do with that. She's yeah. going to hold it down in Bed-Stuy. Yes. Um, also, on that note, I mean, continuously support 699 per pound podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Whatever other uh, platforms that you could find us. Also, uh, shout out to Anchor for continuously uh, supporting us. And we need you to support us monetarily. You know what I'm saying? That small monthly donation. You know, like how people like, you know, we were just talking about like how it's $2.75. Correct. Yo, for the record, <laughs> there we the go. kombucha that you cop at the store. That shit is like six dollars, B. It really yes. is. Yo, you piss that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't pay two dollars and seventy-five to fucking go right. to work. You know what I'm saying? And when yes. when that's yo, that's that coffee, that iced Americana you get every morning, that shit is four dollars and fifty cents. Yes. And you can't pay two dollars and seventy-five cents to get to work. And you can't support six ninety nine per pound on a monthly basis? Right. There you go. There you no go. excuses. No, no excuses, excuses, man. Support the cause so we can support you. So Amen. on that note. Thank you again, Joanna. Thank, Thank you for having me. Another episode of 699 per pound podcast. We are out. Peace, 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 peace. Yeah. That was so amazing. Great. So Thank good. you. That was fun. Hey, yo, it's 699 per pound podcast.